coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend podcast. You have to realize that that there are different type of people out there. There are different type of men out there than what your dad presented as. And that's the difficult part. Like it was hard for me to tell exactly what I wanted and what I needed because I didn't know. I didn't have a dad to set the standard for me. Once I realized that the standard he set was not correct and not a good standard, that left me alone to figure out, well, what the hell am I supposed to look for? And it was hard. I really, really wish I had him to set that standard. And for that, it was hard to realize that, damn, I'm going to have to find a man that's different than my dad. Damn. I ended up with someone that's nothing like my dad. Yeah. <sighs> Take a deep breath. I would have loved to have someone like my dad, but that would have meant I did have someone like my dad. And you know what? That's what it is. I did have men like my dad, and it hurt me tremendously. Realizing that... He just wasn't the standard. And so, while girlfriends, this part may hurt to realize that you're going to have to get someone totally different than um, your dad. It may hurt, but realize that you deserve it. Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there's someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier. The creator of the I've Been That Girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable. Hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to our learning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. Hey girlfriends, welcome back to the Hey Girlfriend podcast. I'm your host, mindset and intuitive coach, Kendall D. So... Today's topic is going to be on daddy issues. And honestly, this topic I was going to wait to do. But what made me decide to go ahead and do it above all the others that I was going to do. Because I have a list of different podcasts that I'm going to go in order. This is a little bit of out of order. And I almost didn't record like a video for this. But... I feel like this is going to be such a deep, deep topic for me and for a lot of others. So, y'all, I pushed through my ADHD and bipolar depression, got my ass up saying we recording today. We put on makeup and getting ready to do this video today. So, <laughs> I pushed through because this is very, very important. So, what made me do this first is that I um, posted a reel on my TikTok first and it was about how I 
Um, how I learned to view men differently by healing my daddy issues. I don't remember word for word what I said, y'all. But I'm going to play the video, the TikTok here in a minute so y'all can see for those that didn't see. Because it didn't do well on my Instagram. I don't understand what that's about. It didn't do really well on my Instagram. But TikTok, it blew up. So, you know, the algorithm, the stuff, how it be, whatever. But so I posted it on my um, TikTok. And then I posted it on my Instagram. And I had a poll on there asking people, you know, would you like to have this as my next topic? Of course, everyone said yes. There was a few no's, maybe. But I think somebody put in the comments that she meant to say yes. So I'm like, okay, it's cool. Even if it was a no, it was majority yes. I don't expect everybody to be in agreement with everything I want to talk about. But because I'm not for everybody, every topic is not for everybody. So, so the video I did, y'all... I teared up like a baby doing it and I don't believe it was because that I still have daddy wounds and issues I believe it was just me really realizing that my husband really really came in and showed me what how men can be because I had one way in my head of how they could be due to my daddy issues so let's get into that but first here is the real I think it was the music too that was with the real it made me like oh my goodness and that was I couldn't even type the words out on the screen and finding the pictures of me and uh, my husband I'm like oh my gosh I'm crying like a baby <laughs> and then a lot of other people said they were crying like a baby too and I'm like man that's this music <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think it was also just me realizing just how full circle and how much I've evolved. And, and it also made me realize that we do need healthy interpersonal relationships to really fully heal. We can do a lot of healing on our own, but it takes having someone to show us something different than what we've been conditioned to believe is out there in people. It takes us seeing that difference for us to really be like, okay, that's the that's the final healing to this. So it's like, I do want me and my husband to be together forever. That's the goal is to stay together. But, but if for any reason at all on this earth that I can't foresee happening and we end up not together or divorced or whatever... I would never take away the healing that I found within this relationship. I would never take that away from him. I would never take away from him how he came along and really showed me something different about men. Because I had men in my head one way. And it was hard trying to go out there and date when I was really thinking men are like my dad. So without further ado, let's jump into it, y'all. Because that right there is a good way to go into what I want to talk about about these daddy issues and I also want to say that I'm going to address daddies that weren't there that abandoned their family and you I'm going to address it a little bit that wasn't my story but I'm going to address it a bit because I have worked with some women in coaching that have dealt with that and so I have a first hand in knowing exactly how y'all feel and how to you know, work through that, I should say. But I also want you to know that even if you had a dad there, you can still have daddy issues. You can have someone there and still have daddy issues. I also have mother issues I had to heal. That's another podcast. But I want to talk about the difference of those two. We're talking about daddies first. So 
now that I got that out the way, um, when it comes to daddy issues, what causes them to happen is that it does, okay, daddy issues don't come about until later in your adult life. As a child, you don't see your parents as anything being wrong with them. You know, you may get feelings within from what's happening in that relationship with your parent, but you don't, you cannot logically think in your head, oh, my dad just had a bad upbringing. That's why he's treating me like this. Oh, my dad, you know, you don't think like that. Not until later on into your adulthood. That's why I say as you're an adult, that's when you heal your inner child because you're now looking at life and looking at even your childhood with different eyes. You're looking at it as an adult and you're more logical and you can think a little bit clearly and differently on the past. So the daddy issues come in as you get older and when you start to date. Because what happens is that your parents, they're your first, your dad, in this case I'm talking about, they're your first attachment figures in your childhood. That's who you're attaching to. And that's why it matters because that's how you learn how to attach in interpersonal relationships do your attachment your first attachment figures then as you get older and you start to date whoever you date and end up in a relationship with that becomes your other attachment figure that determines if you're either going to attach securely um insecurely or avoidantly and if that's the word avoidantly i don't think that's a word <laughs> or either an avoided attachment so I feel like your dad sets the standards for the type of man that you're going to look for when you start to date. And your mother is the one that determines the way you view love and what love feels like for you. Now, I'm not saying, oh, your dad doesn't love you. He doesn't pour love into you. That doesn't matter. He's not a, you know, an attachment figure in that sense. He is, but I really feel like their dynamics are different. Only because you are born from your mother's womb. You are attaching your mother. She's the one that breastfeeds you. She's the one that holds you in the beginning. Even when you're first born, your attachment figure, when it comes to love, emotional connection, that's all your, your mom. But as far as with your dad... It's a different type of attachment figure. Don't quote me on this because I'm not a therapist. I am just a coach and I have some counseling um, schooling. I have an actual degree in human services, which had counseling and psychology courses. But of course, we didn't get I didn't get too deep into all of this. But this is my own research from what I've researched. And I find that your dad is who you're going to go out and look for. And whoever you find, you're going to you're gonna expect love to be how your mom loved you. I hope that's making sense. I hope that I'm clear on that. So, that's why I say it's a different thing to talk about mother issues and daddy issues. We can't, we're talking about daddy issues today. And so, with dad issues, however your dad set the standard, that's what you're going to look for. So, it depends on how you viewed your dad and it also depends on how your dad treated your mom that's something a lot of fathers i feel like don't understand and i'm gonna tell you why because growing up for me i was a daddy's girl me and my sisters were all daddy's girls but 
me, I guess, always being empathetic, I don't know. I always saw, and I took it in how he treated my mom, and it was like, it was terrible. Now, my mom may have had her ways. She may have. And she had some things. I don't know the exactly full extent of that relationship. I know what each told me, but I know that it was mostly, looking back now, how my dad reacted. I remember a story my older sister told me about how insecure my dad used to be. He was a very insecure man. And my mom was pregnant with me. And my older sister, she's six years older than me. So she was, you know, at the time she can remember that. She has very clear memory. My mom and dad got into a really big fight. And I was in my mom's womb while this was going on. And my sister was telling me the story. And I remember I just bust out crying. And... I believe it's because it was very identical to how an ex treated me, but I didn't realize it It didn't compute for me until she told me that story. And I didn't realize that, okay, damn, I went through the exact same thing my mom did when she was pregnant with me. So it was like a triggering moment. But the story was basically like my mom was trying to get away and my dad took her key so she couldn't get away. And I remember my sister telling me that she had to run to the leasing office to get help because they were really fighting and my dad was like you cheating on me you cheating on me I know you are because he just really really believed my mom was always cheating and it's because my mom liked to look good like to put herself make herself look good whenever she goes out it was for her and she's still like that she likes to look put together she likes to be matching have she used to wear makeup her red lipstick I remember her her red lipstick and her hair was always in rollers she take them rollers out the next day to go to work have her hair curled have her lipstick on so it caused my dad a lot of insecurities. He was a very insecure man, had a lot of trust issues and abandonment wounds, trauma, a lot of that. And it just spilled out into their relationship. And so when my sister told me that story, I remember suddenly listening to her tell it to me. And I was just like, I just bust out crying. And I was like, that reminds me so much of how my toxic ex, John, from my book, Toxic Ex Chronicles John, how he did me. I remember he held the keys for me like, no, you ain't going nowhere. It's like they always try to do that like you ain't leaving me. It's like they're mad at you, but you can't leave them. You're going to sit here and take it. And they, it's like, I don't know how to describe what their logic is, but it's so twisted. And so I remember I was like, so that's it. Like I was dating men like my dad and I didn't realize it. Because I was like, I was a daddy's girl growing up. You know, what's what's up? But I started learning more and more about the real man that he was. And so, what happens is that, y'all, however your dad truly was. not Like, you may have been a daddy's girl like me growing up. But, however he treated his mom, your mom, I mean, I'm sorry. Is how you're going to expect to be treated. And you're going to think it's normal. So for me in that sense. I thought it was normal for a man to have trust issues. I thought it was normal for a man to be insecure. I thought it was my job. To make a man not feel insecure. I thought it was my job to be like this woman. A good woman. Quote unquote good woman. I thought it was my job to be this good woman that didn't have any type of um, priority to herself. 
And it was all just about pleasing him and making sure that he is pleased with me and he feels secure. I thought that was my job. And so I went out and I searched for men like that, that I could heal, so to speak. Because I even remember my dad telling me some things. This is also important. I remember him telling me some things like, um, women can't do what men do. Um, what else did he used to say? He had a lot of misogynistic standards. He always seemed to like love being married, but at the same time hate women because he couldn't trust them and it was because he couldn't trust himself. So he took it out on a lot of, he, he's been married three times. He took it out on them. And then I also realized more so that me being a daddy's girl, me and my sisters being daddy's girls was just his way of getting him to be on his side and making my mom be there by herself like she's the bad guy. So he wanted to be like, yeah, I'm the good guy. Look at me. I'm the savior. That's what he wanted to be. And so that's what that was about. And it's like growing up and realizing that I had daddy issues was like a triggering moment for me because I'm like, my childhood was fucked up. I had no idea until I start realizing how I'm dating and how I'm moving. And so. When it comes to you and your daddy issues, girlfriends, what you have to do is think about what type of man is your dad. Think about it. What type of man did he present himself as? How did he make you feel? How did it feel to be around your dad and love your dad? How did you see him interact with your mom? How did you see him interact with women, period? What did he talk about? Like the thing you have to look at all of that, the kind of man that he was. And once you look at that, you may see that the men or partners you've picked mimicked him. And so therefore you may not even realize you're having daddy issues. And then also, once you realize that, you have to realize that that there are different type of people out there. There are different type of men out there than what your dad presented as. And that's the difficult part. And what happened for me is that I, I dated men like my dad all through my 20s. I did. And the relationships were very, very similar to the relationship between my mom and dad. It was very similar. And after that, to heal, I first traced it back to realizing that what I was doing was like that. And I had to sit with the fact that here I am, was adamant that I was not going to have a toxic relationship like my parents. They were married and everything. So that's why I'm saying marriage and being and having a father in the household don't mean shit. Okay? It depends on how they raise you. And so after my 20s and after healing from all of that, I had to realize what was going on. And so I also had to realize my thoughts around the type of men that are out there. So if I wanted a man to be a certain way, if I wanted certain things, like it was hard for me to tell exactly what I wanted and what I needed because I didn't know. I didn't have 
a dad to set the standard for me. Once I realized that the standard he set was not correct and not a good standard, that left me alone to figure out, well, what the hell am I supposed to look for? And it was hard. I really, really wish I had him to set that standard. And for that, it was hard to realize that, damn, I'm going to have to find a man that's different than my dad. That was hard because I'm like, my dad did a lot of other things to portray me later on, like in my teen years and 20, in my 20s, some other things. And he really portrayed me. It wasn't just how he treated women and how he was acting and how he treated my mom and my stepmoms and because he married twice after that. It wasn't that. It was some other things that he betrayed me. And it made me it started making me look at him differently. And that hurts a lot when you go from a daddy's girl to now I guess y'all ain't shit to eat to each other. I guess I'm not a daddy's girl. And I would love to still be one to this day, but I have to come to the fact face the facts that I'm not. And so what happens is that you don't have any type of template, so to speak, about what to look for. So how do you do it? How do you do it? So you basically use the toxic relationships or the bad relationships or the previous relationships as like your template. And I'll explain. I hate that we had to go through the shit in order to realize what we do want. But, you know, that's our journey. It just is what it is. And you look at that and you that's why it takes time. To, that's why you take the time to process and heal after those bad relationships or relationships that were toxic, whatever they were. Some of them may have been just, you know, not right. Not all past relationships are toxic, but you know what I'm saying. And so you have to make a list of the things that happen in those relationships that you don't want to happen in your future relationships. You also have to address what you want, even if you have not seen it. Like, if what type of man do you want? What type of relationship do you want? And once you start kind of thinking about that, you have an idea of what to look for and what feels right. Listen to your gut and your intuition when dating as well. And so for me, I knew for sure that I didn't want an insecure man again. I didn't want someone I had to heal again because I've done that twice back to back and it ended terribly. And so in that sense, I said, okay, so I want someone that can, that comes whole already. Someone that doesn't need me to heal them. Someone that doesn't need me to, to act a certain way, to be a good woman, quote unquote. I'm doing the air quotations for those listening and not watching to be a good woman because my dad ha had created this idea of what a good woman was based off his trauma which were which a lot of his things a lot of his a lot of his standards about women were were based in misogyny and so i had carried that on into my adulthood 
I was out here trying to be this good woman, meaning that, okay, I can, I have to take a man for who he is, accept him for who he is, love him, do his shit. I have to help him heal. I have to make sure he can trust me. I have to be this good woman. I can't wear my cleavage out. I can't wear what I want. I can't go to the club. I can't dress how I want. I can't do the things that I really want to do. I have to make sure it aligns with him and what he wants and him trusting me. Those are my daddy issues. Because my dad made it seem like me trying to be all the woman I want to be was wrong and was just going to make a man cheat, leave, abandon me, not trust me. All of those details. That was, that was my thoughts. Those are my thought process. And it's like, I really, really believe that shit. Those are my daddy issues. And I feel like that's a lot of women's daddy's issues that they don't realize they have. It's like you have to realize that the standards that was set before you or how to be may not work for you. You have to determine it for yourself. And so can you imagine me having to undo all that? Like, okay, so I can wear what I want. I can do what I want. I can have freedom. I can have someone that doesn't have to control me and it be love and he be okay. He'd be secure and he'd have, you know, trust me. That, that was something that I had to work with and understand that, yes, that is possible. So it's undoing all of that. And like I said, it sucks, but that's because we have to go through all that shit first to undo that. But that's how it goes. And so... For me to heal, to finish healing the daddy issues and dealing with the fact that I was no longer going to have a dad in my life. I don't have him in my life to this day. And that is best that way for me because he's not going to change. He hasn't changed. I don't like anymore to throw out that word, oh, he's a narcissist. I just like to say he was narcissistic because he's not diagnosed, but he had a lot of narcissistic tendencies. And it's because of his own trauma. So what I did was I made peace with the man that he was and is. I made peace with that. I'm like, especially learning more about his upbringing. I'm like, he don't know any other way to be. He don't know. He didn't. He only did what he was taught and what he knew. And he never healed from that. And because he never healed from that, that means he was never able to hold himself accountable it's a lot of things he did to me that he was never able to hold himself accountable for. Every time a discussion comes up about how I was hurt by his actions, it's always met with deflection. It's always met with, but you. It's always, it's never met with, you know what, you're right, I own that, I'm sorry that I hurt you. It's never. And so for that, I had to cut that off. I dislike my dad to this day because I dislike people that act like that. I also made a post on my Instagram about normalize healing but still hating who hurt you. And maybe the word hate triggered a lot of people, but it's the same word as dislike. I know that some of us, a lot of us have people in 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 the world that we dislike. So I use hate because I that's the word I wanted to use. But I dislike my dad. I dislike and I, I dislike my toxic ex because he reminds me so much of my dad. But I've healed past it because I I realized that that's just who they are. And I made peace with the past. Like, that was who they are. I was in this situation because I with my toxic ex because I thought it was normal. 
And I saw my mom stay. That's something else. I saw her stay through it all and accept my dad and just keep on running the household like everything was fine. He wouldn't come home at night when she found out he was cheating again. When he brought a whole new, when he brought a whole new woman up to the hospital, when my granddad was in the hospital, they were still married. But because my dad was petting, I guess mad at my mom, he brought a whole new woman up there, and my mom went batshit crazy. And I remember them fighting. I remember a lot of fights. And so it's like seeing all this as a child. As I got a little older, I realized I didn't want that. But just because me saying I didn't want to be like that doesn't mean I wasn't going to end up like that. Because that's all I freaking knew. And girlfriends, that's all sometimes you know. It's what you've been around. And so since that's all you know, in order to know a new reality, you have to realize that that was wrong and that's not it. The standards that your dad set for you is not it. The standard that he is as a man is not it. And even say if you have a good relationship with your dad. And you still want to be around him and even though he has his his vices and whatnot. You can still make peace with the man that he was and realize that that's not what I want. You know? And something else that helped me is to take the good qualities as well. There are always some, of, even if it's a few or one or two, it's always some good qualities that you can take from something. And so I realized with my healing journey that taking those few good qualities and those few good memories and bringing them with me also helped me to fully develop and heal. And so one thing my dad always did was he was always a provider. He always worked. He always gave us allowance. He always made sure we was taken care of financially. Even though he would disappear on the weekends for the whole weekend and not come back to Monday, Tuesday. And yeah, he always provided. And I think that's why my mom stayed. Because she was like, well, at least you're taking care of the house. And that's all she cared about, I think. But I took that away from because I'm like, okay, well, at least I did have that. I had a few good memories. And I took that with me. My dad loved music. He taught me a lot about music. And so I took that with me as well. And when I say took it with me, I'm meaning I'm, I'm taking it away from, I'm, take, I'm using it as a takeaway from what I've been through, you know? And so that helped also. So I want you to try that as well. Because if you just look at all the bad, all the bad that you went through, all the abuse, whatever it is you went through with your dad, you look at all of that, it can keep you in a place of feeling hurt and bitter. And you don't want that. I understand it. But you don't want that. And something else that may could help you that I talked about on forgiveness on my bonus podcast. Something else that can help is you realizing that owning how you feel about that. Own it. Like, I dislike my dad to this day. And I've owned it. When I wasn't owning it, when I was trying to push it down, push it away, trying to force myself to forgive, it made it harder and it made me more bitter and angry because I was bitter and angry at myself. I was mad at myself for still feeling this way over that. And I'm thinking, I shouldn't be feeling this way. But that's what was making me mad. It's okay to dislike someone that especially hurt you. Someone that hasn't changed. Someone that you had so high hope for. Someone that was an attachment figure in your life. Someone that was your dad, your blood. It's okay to have those feelings. And so I, I've owned it. I dislike him. I've accepted it, but I dislike him. And ultimately, I've realized also that cutting ties with him and not having a relationship with him changed my view on men. It changed how I look at men. 
that did. It made me realize that not all men are insecure. Not all men need, you know, not all men come into relationships expecting healing and and damaging whoever they're in a relationship with. Some men can come ready to love, whole, and ready to be there. And that men can settle down with one woman, with just one woman. I used to have this idea that that was impossible. And that I just had to take the trade off of having a relationship, but realizing that this man may, I may not be enough. And so that was also a big part of it was realizing that just because that's how he presented men to be doesn't mean it was true. Because my dad flirted with a lot of women. I was always flirting. We were out and about. He would be flirting. I remember as a kid and he would be flirting and one lady asked, so where's, where's the mom? And I said, at home. Just like that, because I'm like, I'm young, but I'm like, this ain't right. Like, mm -mm, my dad supposed to be married to my mom. What's going on? I didn't know exactly what was going on and why my dad was acting that way. But yeah, he's always been flirtatious. And I guess I thought that that's something that I would have to deal with with men. Because it's crazy. Because however your dad presents himself is how you're going to believe men are. Because your dad is your whole world for a long time. And so however they present themselves, that's how you perceive the world to be and all the men in the world to be. But it's not. It's not. So what you can do, girlfriends, is make a list of all the good qualities you want in a partner. I don't care if you've ever seen it. I don't care if you think it's crazy. I don't care if you never had it. I don't care if it was never presented to you that way. Even if you feel like, I don't know if I can get that. I don't know if that exists. Write it down. Because it does. I'm telling you it does. The things that you want are not even that difficult. Are not even that hard for a man to present as. It's just, it's going to take time. Yes. It's going to take you going through a bunch of no's before you get a yes, of course. But yes, you can't have everything you want in a man. My husband is everything my dad was not. I mean, it's crazy to me. I'm like, I so wanted a man to be like my dad. I so wanted, like, I don't know if y'all know that, remember that Beyonce song, well, Destiny Child song. Was it Destiny Child, Beyonce? Where she said, I want my first son to be like my daddy. I want my husband to be like my daddy. It was a song on... One of them albums, child. I think the first Destiny Child album. I don't remember. And I can remember for Father's Day. He was divorced from my mom already. But I can remember for Father's Day. Standing up in the living room. Because my stepmom made us all present something to my dad for Father's Day. And so instead of me singing the song. I read the lyrics. Because I didn't want to sing. I was embarrassed. I remember reading the lyrics. And getting all emotional and stuff. But it didn't end up that way. It's so crazy to me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I may be getting a little, not off, but a little distant. But I'm just really like, damn. I ended up with someone that's nothing like my dad. Yeah. <sighs> Take a deep breath. I am tearing up a little bit. But it's only because it's like, I would have loved to have someone like my dad. But... That would have meant I did have someone like my dad. And you know what? That's what it is. I did have men like my dad. 
and it hurt me tremendously. I had a lot of men like my dad. I did. I had I I, I dated men like that. Had two full relationships with men like that, and I guess it's like realizing that realizing that he just wasn't the standard. And so, while girlfriends, this part may hurt to realize that you're gonna have to get someone totally different than um, your dad. It may hurt, but realize that you deserve it. That's what it is. Realize that you deserve someone that's better, that can treat you better. Realize that you deserve everything you want. And I also want you to forgive yourself for going through those relationships where you were settling for less than you deserve. Or where you were trying to make it work so bad with someone. I want you to realize that it's okay. You didn't know. And use that, like use it as your superpower to now, to now come back, almost come back with like a vengeance. Come back like, you know what? I'm not doing it no more. I know exactly what I want because I've been through all that shit. So here's what I want now. And there you go. And you will find it and more because I knew I had a few of good qualities that I knew I wanted in a man, but CJ, my husband came through like like giving me more than what was on my list and things I didn't even realize I wanted and needed so that's the beauty of it all girlfriends I promise you it is out there I promise you can get better I want to talk a little bit now about the abandonment wounds from the girlfriends that ha didn't have a dad at all or had a dad that was not there or maybe a dad that was in and out a lot and that part it's hard because you're missing that extra piece of male attention in your life. And you go, then you end up going to search for it in, in men and all the wrong men. And you may have some abandonment wounds as well with that. And so when it comes to the abandonment wounds, what you have to do, which may be hard, you have to give yourself and affirm yourself in all the ways you needed your dad to. In all the ways you needed him to be there. And it's the same as I said before. Is that you have to realize that there are a different group of men out there that won't abandon you, won't leave you, that you can securely attach to. The thing is you have to find within yourself is... Work with the abandonment wounds and the inner wounded child that's hurt from not having a father there. Because what can happen is if you don't deal with that hurt, that inner wounded child that's from that, when you do have a man presenting himself as someone that's good for you, someone that wants to stay with you, someone that wants to work with you, it could make you scared. It could make you want to run off. And it's because you may have also been used to being solely dependent on yourself and so now you have someone that's there saying hey i'm here you can depend on me i'm here i'm not going to leave you that can be a little scary and i understand that i've coached the woman that said that you know they don't even know what it looks like when someone is being genuine and with that it comes with listen to your intuition and how you feel do they make you feel good and it also comes with 
talking with your inner wounded child, talk with her. That's something I want you to do more of, especially if you've dealt with not having a dad there at all. How did it make you feel not having a dad there at all? How did it make you feel having one dip in and out your life? You know? Because once again, daddy issues is not just, you know, a, daddy issues is not just a dad not being there. It's a lot of things. But if he wasn't there, I can imagine it makes it even harder. And it may make you view that it's okay if a man is in and out your life. You may feel like, what happens? Well, no, you're not. Not that you may feel like what ends up happening is that if you do end up with someone that may be in and out or someone that's inconsistent, especially if they weren't at first, what happens is that now your inner child is trying to change that dynamic. She's coming out like you're not going to do me like my dad did me. And then that comes when you start settling. Because you're like, maybe if I just settle a little bit, or maybe if I just change myself a little bit, he will stay. Because your inner child used to feel that way when the dad wasn't there. Or maybe you've seen all your friends with dads and you didn't have one. It makes you question yourself. Because as a child, like I said, you're not thinking logically. You're thinking with feelings and you're internalizing the feeling like, okay, it must be something with me. Why my dad isn't here? What did I do? And so you start to kind of internalize that and it's and it affects your self-worth and self-esteem and so when you get older and you start dating and someone becomes inconsistent you tend to do the same thing and you tend to be like okay i just got to do something to make them stay because i had the same issue actually that i'm really thinking about it because my dad was like i said disappear on weekends um I seen my mom being unhappy that he was cheating and wasn't there. I didn't know what was going on, but I seen her unhappy a lot of times. I seen my dad move completely out, just out the blue one time. And I remember being really sad he moved out because I didn't understand. And then being really excited when he came back. That's like, those feelings stay with you. And I understand that it's so hard to try to feel something different or feel that it can be different. But I want you to know it... It does not have to be the same as it has always been for you. And so, while you may not fully understand, you know, while you may not fully understand what it takes to have the man you want, I want you to know that you don't have to be that same inner child that you were when your dad was in and out. Like, for example, what I'm trying to explain is that if you're in a relationship and you notice someone is doing the same thing in and out and you start to get those abandonment wounds, you start to feel like it's me. You start to feel your self-worth diminishing. You start to feel anxious. You start to feel all these feelings that you felt as a child when your dad wasn't there and you feeling all that come back up. I want you to know that those feelings are real and it's normal, but I want you to know that you can remove yourself from that girlfriends. You don't have to stay and you can't change that dynamic no matter how hard you want to. And it's not you. When someone acts like that, it's not you. Even your dad acting like he did. You have to tell your inner child, it wasn't our fault that our dad wasn't there. It wasn't our fault that, you know, our dad left us as it was in and out. It wasn't our fault. And it's like, in those moments when you feel those feelings arise, you have to soothe yourself and remind yourself that your dad had 
his own fuck-ups and issues going on. Your dad had his own life. Your dad is a man first. That's something that you have to really realize is that once you take off the title and you just look at it, okay, he's just a man. Look at him as the actual man, not your dad. That's another way you can make peace with it and realize it wasn't you. And it's the same thing in a fresh relationship or a new relationship and someone starts to, you know, act and behave in the same way and it becomes the same type of environment you grew up in. You can, you know, you you can tell yourself, okay, I don't want this. I want better. You may not be able to tell yourself to after, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Healing is a process. It is. But what you do is that you use your adult self, your now self, your highest self to remind you that you don't deserve to be mistreated. You don't deserve someone to be inconsistent. You don't deserve for someone to mis to, you know, be in and out your life. You don't deserve to feel anxious about when someone's going to call or anxious when someone's going to text or come back around. You don't deserve to have someone that's, you know, treating you like you don't deserve those feelings. And so once you realize you don't deserve that, then you can remove yourself from it. You may not fully understand it. You may not fully get it. And you may find yourself in it. But I want you to know that you can have different. And it's like once you start to realize that the way your dad was and the way that it was growing up and whoever and however that dynamic between you and your dad was growing up, as you get older, you can realize that that was wrong. And it's like once you start, your higher self starts Telling inner wounded child and reminding yourself that that was wrong. How my dad did was wrong. How my dad treated my mom was wrong. Once you start actually, you know, putting that to that and saying that to that experience and realizing that it's not right, you'll understand that you can have different. You understand that you can, that you're needing something different and you want to go about things a different way. Once you get to that point of realizing that it's wrong. I didn't realize it was wrong. Like I said, into the toxic relationships. To where I was doing a lot of the same things that I was taught to do. And I was believing men to be all the same. Like I really truly. And like y'all seen in the reel I posted in the beginning. Y'all, I really truly believed that all men had some type of level of insecurity. A lot of them do. Don't get me wrong. But not all of them do. And so... It's now getting to the point to where I want you to journal or write out a list of all the qualities you want. And I post on my Instagram a lot of all the healthy things that are in a relationship because a lot of us don't really know. I didn't really know until I got into one. I knew how I did want to be treated and I knew what I wasn't going to tolerate anymore. But actually saying exactly what I wanted down to the teeth of what I'm getting now, no. I didn't learn until I actually started getting it. Like this relationship, this first healthy relationship is actually showing me all the things that I always, you know, should have been asking for and wanting. But the main thing is understanding what you do not want anymore and what you are not going to tolerate, how you don't want to feel anymore. I knew I did not want to feel like I was worthless. I did not want to feel like that I didn't deserve the, the decency of respect. I didn't want to feel like that I had to be someone I'm not to make a man stay that still wasn't going to stay because I had to realize that they do that on their own. It's like your fathers 
what they do is they use, they teach you how to basically be a woman to a man like him. If that makes sense. Not saying that, no, I'm not talking about incest. What I'm saying is that they, how they are, that's how they view the world. And that's their perspective. And so they're teaching it to you. Whether directly teaching it to you or indirectly. And that's how, and that's what you're picking up. That's what, that's what you're internalizing and taking in. Because you're seeing this male figure tell you that men are all this way. And you got to be this way. And I think that's where the good girl thing comes from i was trying to be a good girl which was really betraying myself abandoning who i am all to keep someone and so once you start to realize that that's not it that's wrong and when you tell yourself that then you can actually position yourself for something new and different but if you still in your head feel like some kind of way that you know or not even, you know what? Sometimes we don't even feel that that is wrong. We don't even know it. We don't realize it until after. Like, we'll be in that relationship like that and be anxious and realize that something don't feel right. But it's not really until after that we really realize when we do the healing. I guess during it, d during it, you have what they call cognitive dissonance. To where you're actually going against what you really feel. It's like, you know something's not right. You know when you feel anxious. But you start to try to look on the brighter side of it or you start to try to rationalize it and you stay there because you feel like it's right. And that comes from how you were raised and the dynamics of what you were taught about how relationships work. And so, yeah, I hate to say it, but girlfriends, for women like us, we have to go through the bad first before we realize what is good. And so, ultimately, y'all, for daddy issues, just to break it down and to wrap this up, is really, really think about the man your dad was. If you have to write a list, write it out, think it out, whatever it is. Think about all the ways that he was. If he was absent, then write how you felt about his absence. Write, how, write out how it made you feel. Write out what you wish for as a child or how you felt as a child. If you can remember those things. Write out even how you saw your mom interact with men. Think about all these things. Because what you're doing is you're now going back. But you're going back is your adult highest self. That's the key. You're writing it all out as a memory or as you remember. And then you're looking at it with new eyes. That's the point of healing the daddy issues. It's like you're looking at everything with new eyes eyes with a new set of eyes with your highest self with your new self with your adult self and so now you can logically go through and realize okay my dad was this I don't want that my dad was this way made me believe that I don't want that and then you can you know take away the good things too and it's also looking at him as just a man he is just a man I know he's your dad and it can hurt but once you take off that title it doesn't I ain't going to say it doesn't hurt as bad. It still hurts. But take off the title can help you to make peace with it. That's the whole key is making peace. And also for the more forgiveness is a choice. If you want to forgive your dad, if you feel you can, if you get to the end of all that and you feel that you can, do so. But you can even forgive and still dislike them. I feel like in a sense, maybe I have forgiven my dad because I've made peace with who he is. It's just that I'm not 
going to reacquaint myself with him because he hasn't changed. And I also realized that it's just who he is. And I can decide for myself, I dislike you. I don't have to hold on to it, be bitter about it, or tell him every chance I get, I hate you. It's none of that. I just would rather cut all ties and not have anything at all to do with him. Simple as that. And I've made peace with that. Yeah, I will say every now and then it hurts that I can't have a dad like I want. I would love to still be a daddy's girl as an adult, and especially when I see others being that way. But, yeah, I want you to know that that's part of healing too. I want you to know that that's okay. That's something I forgot to mention, y'all. Like, if on Father's Day you feel a certain way, if you feel a certain way, you see others with their dad, and you start to get a little sad, that doesn't mean you haven't healed. It doesn't mean you're not healing. It can still hurt, but it's like healing is just knowing how to deal with the hurt. Like, some of those things still hurt me when it comes up, but I've learned how to process it, and I'm not dwelling in it. I'm not sitting in it for long periods of time. I'll have a moment, i have a day, and then I'll come back out and I'm okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's really it for you dating wise. Just figure out what you do not want, especially. And then as you date, you'll start to figure out more of what it is you do want. I will say you'll start to realize that you want someone healthy. You'll start to realize the type of relationship you want. You'll start to realize how you want to feel in a relationship. And that's all. So. I hope this really helped, y'all. I hope this helped any woman out there. And, and for us, y'all, that have the data issues and trying to date, just hugs to y'all. Hugs to all y'all, for real, because we out here had to figure this shit out on our own. And it's not easy. Don't let nobody ever judge your journey. Don't let nobody ever judge you, make you feel bad for the shit you've been through, because your journey is yours. That's something I want to end with. That's a good note to end it on. Is that, y'all, this is a journey for us. And I would advise you all to check out my my video, if you're watching, or podcast on um, self-love for women like us. Because, yeah, real special type of of ladies. And we just really need, we, we have to go about things a different way. Yeah, that is what I'm trying to say. So... That's all I have for this podcast episode, girlfriends. I feel like I have a lot to say. I hate when I get to the end. I feel like I got something else I could have said. But <laughs> that's all. But as always, y'all, you can get on my Patreon and check me out there. I do a lot of bonus podcasts. I have over hundreds of episodes. If I have something else that comes to me about this topic, I always post it there. Usually, I always do have something extra. I got some things on there about forgiveness lately I talked about intuition all of that that we've been talking about on my patreon so it's five dollars a month just to get on there and hear the extra bonus podcast to hear what else i have to say because i always have a lot to say and i also do one-on-one -on -one coaching because i can coach you through the data issues anything anything just about um i can coach you through because i've been through it all and i'm just really there to help you guide guide you through it all and to help you i guess evolve through it all because i've evolved a lot and so I have my one-on-one -on -one mindset intuitive coaching on there. It starts off at $30 a month. But, um, yeah, that's it, y'all. That's it. Daddy issues. Next week, mother issues. Stick around for that. That one is going to be a little different than this one. Because I feel like mother issues and daddy issues are different. But next podcast will definitely be on mother issues. 
I wouldn't be right unless I did it that way. That's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends, and to everybody else. Peace. Out.